Glory to God. I'm thankful today that we serve a God that's not limited to what He can do. Like man is limited, but our God is not. Is that right? Come on, won't you give God a hand and clap of praise this morning? He is worthy. He's worthy. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like to welcome everyone this morning, those watching my internet today, to glory away at the cross. It's a hot day here today. Huh? Amen. Uh, popsicles are not lasting very long out on the highway. <laughs> We're going to be in the 92nd chapter of the book of Psalms today. Fifteen short verses. And as soon as you see this, some of you will say, Brother Ronnie, you have preached there before. Well, if you'll look at your Bible good, there's not many places I hadn't preached before. But I, uh, I ask you the question today, do you ever change your oil in your car or truck? Every now and then you just need a little fresh, don't you? Amen. Amen. Everybody found it. 92nd chapter beginning in the first verse. Said it is a good thing. How many like good things? Amen. Amen. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp and upon the solemn sound, with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, has made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thine hands. Well, it's good to have a positive attitude, is it not? Hey, I like that. He said, O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art most high forevermore, far. Lo, thine enemies, O Lord, far, lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. He says, but my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eyes also shall see my desire on mine enemies. And my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord, planted, planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring fruit in old age. 
Hallelujah. Some of us old timers can say amen. They shall be fat and flourishing. Oh, me. To show that the Lord is upright, He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in Him. Glory to God. I like that part where He talks about planted. And the house of the Lord. If you're planted there, you're going to flourish. You're going to do better. I look back at my life and I regret not a decision that I have made to serve the Lord. Been the best decision that I've ever made. Whenever I became planted in the house of the Lord, what a difference it made in my life. I'm not going to preach that. I just want to throw that in. That part didn't cost you anything. I rode up to my hill one day this week, one morning. And the first thing that God spoke was fresh oil. Fresh oil. And I said, Lord, I have preached that. I have referred to that. He said, fresh oil. I said, yes, Lord, I need fresh oil. I need a change in every now and then. A reviving. I need a lifting up. Anybody ever need a just a freshness? Hallelujah. A freshing filling of the Holy Ghost would be super duper this morning, would it not? Oh, my Lord, wouldn't it be good if the power of Almighty God would sweep across this congregation and up here on me this morning and just saturate us with fresh oil today? Wouldn't that be great? Believe he can? Amen, he can. He said... The tenth burden but my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. David knew that it didn't make any difference what position it was, what time it was, what was going on. Didn't matter if the, everybody had turned against him. Even his son. Didn't matter if everybody turned against him. He knew that God was there. And that God would anoint him with fresh oil. He didn't make any difference if Corona was going on. David knew that God was greater. He knew that God could anoint him in whatever situation it was. How many has ever been down in their spirit a little bit? Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Brother Ronnie, surely you don't ever get down. Walk in my 13s for a while. Huh? When I look over at one side of the church and it's still a little empty over here, I'm going to say it again, they're still scared. 
and they had to run to the Brady home. <laughs> I didn't get run off last week, so maybe I'll be all right saying it again this week. Didn't get scared and run to the Brady home. David knew that God could give him that fresh oil. In Psalms 23 and 5, Thou preparest a table before me, look at this, in the presence of mine enemies. Hey, let me tell you what, they can be all around you and have you circled up like a, like a circle of wagons on a wagon train. They can have you look like bound down every which way. He said, in the presence of mine enemies, but he said, thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Hey, how many come here this morning a little low in your cup? Huh? I'm going to tell you what, if you'll just ask the Lord, he'll fill your cup over to running over before you leave her today. Hey, he told me to preach on fresh oil, fresh anointing. Hey, that oil represents anointing. God can fill up your cup today. You can leave here a changed individual today. David realized that. He said he'll anoint my head with oil, fresh oil. Anytime David needed it, he called upon the Lord. I ask you the question this morning, if it can be an old me. I ask you the question this morning, when is the last time you asked the Lord for a fresh anointing? Oh, oh my goodness. You know, he said, ask and you shall receive. But we allow the enemy to come all the way around us. And we don't ask God for help. We don't ask him for a fresh anointing. If you'll ask him, God will give it to you. He said, ask. Did he not say, ask anything in my name? That's right. He said, I'll do it. Just that simple. You need a fresh anointing, we could stop service right now. I could break out this anointing oil and anoint you and you leave here a changed person. God can do that sort of thing. It's not my power. God's power. God can anoint you, fill your cup up until it runs over. I'm telling you what, the Pentecostal churches today have forgot about asking God for the anointing, looks like. I never see any evidence of it anymore. What's happened? We've listened to the world so long until we've lost our anointing. How easy it is. Oh, I might as well go ahead and say it. How easy it is 
to do it man's way. You know, I could plan a message and I could get all the points. Point number one, outline it and have you a beautiful message. But it still will not be anointed. But when God does it, He does it right. He can touch you in a split second. What did He say? Call all things to your remembrance. That's what the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, the one that's called along beside the helper, He's the one. He's the one that brings it to your remembrance. In a split second, He can give it to you. But we have to ask Him for it. We have to ask Him to fill up our cup that it runs over. We can allow things around us to get us down. And I'm looking at the thing that's going on in America today that's getting the church people down and it shouldn't be getting it down whenever we serve a mighty God that all we have to do is call out upon Him and say, Lord, fill my cup again and the church will rise up a mighty church again. But that's what it's going to take. It's going to take the church to rise up. It's going to take the church. That's you and that's me. And that's those of you that's watching out there today. It's going to take you. The church, I'm not talking about the heathen. I'm talking about the church people today. Oh, but Brother Ronnie, that's the way they used to do it. I'm telling you what, it's the way they used to do it, but they got results from it. They wasn't worried about whether their hair got messed up. They wasn't worried about whatever somebody said sitting next to them. Whenever the Spirit of Almighty God got upon them, they shouted. Throwed the babies in there. Ran around the church. When's the last time you seen that? I think about 40 years ago. Brother Ronnie, I see some of you young ones. Brother Ronnie, they did that? Oh yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you'll just if you'll just let God fill your cup up today, ain't no telling what you'll see. I, I, I've seen them spin like a top. I never will forget whenever I was in uh, uh, college, there was a young man. Uh, was there that day and he hadn't he never hadn't met uh, Brother Swaggart and he met him. Brother White reached over and touched him and he fell on the floor and he's I never seen anybody do that. He spun like a top on his back. Knock, knocked his glasses all Brother Swaggart glasses all broke them all to pieces. I'm telling you, it was something else. I'd like to see some of y'all spin like a top. Huh? Brother Ronnie, you're getting in the flesh now. I'm going to tell you what, the Holy Ghost get a hold of you just right. You'll do some strange things. Amen. I better move on. 
It's the anointing. It's the fresh oil. Isaiah uh, 10 and 27. A scripture that we misquote all the time. He said, And it shall come to pass in that day that this burden, his burden shall be taken away from off his thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And I was thinking about that this morning and, and I was sitting there and I've said, we've misquoted that all of our lives. We say that the anointing will break the yoke. And God spoke to me and He said, Ronnie, if you break something, you can fix it back. But if you destroy something, huh? oh, y'all didn't get me. Huh? If you de- I'm going to preach that one day. If you destroy something, it's not put back together anymore. And I want you to know that the anointing destroys the yoke. You can come in here bound down, yoked down, can't do anything, but I'm here to tell you, whenever the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you, it will destroy that yoke that is upon you. You can leave here revived this morning. Well, I like that. Not just break it where you can fix it back. You know, you might break one part of a yoke. I think about two old uh, uh, oxen yoked together. What does he say? Don't be unequally yoked. And boy, I see a lot of them now that's unequally yoked. You take a, a man or a woman and and they go to looking for a new mate and the first place they'll go is to a honky-tonk. That's the wrong place to find her. Need to go to the church. <laughs> Unequally yoked. You know you take two old oxen and... Oh, I'm not quitting. I'm just coming down. Got to demonstrate a little bit. Can't do it up there. You take two old oxen yoked together. One on this side, one on this side. They come around their necks. One pulling, the other one saying, I don't want to work today. Huh? Well, there's no hair pulling, pulling. Finally, he just gets wore out. It doesn't get near about as far as what he needed to have gotten. But if you got two of them and they're both pulling, oh, it's amazing what you can do. And you get a man and a woman together and they've got the same goal in mind and they're both working together. First thing you know, they're going to get something accomplished. Amen. And that's what it takes. But that old yoke, it goes over their neck. That thing could be broke. It could be fixed back. Put a few screws, bolts, or whatever in it and fix it back. But if that thing is destroyed, 
That's the end of it. And I want you to know today that the Holy Ghost, the anointing is what destroys the yoke this morning. And if the Holy Ghost is here today and touches you today, it will change your life like you've never been changed before. It will destroy that yoke of bondage that you're under right now. Yes. Glory to God. Destroy that yoke. Done away with. I, I get a picture in my mind whenever God showed me that this morning. I got a picture in my mind, a stick of dynamite in that yoke sitting out there. And somebody lighting a few and just blowing it all to smithereens. That means you couldn't. Is that a right word? Smithereens. Huh? That's a redneck term, I think. <laughs> but just demolish it. I see these cartoons and they shoot that gun and they just huh? Brother Ronnie, you watch cartoons? Well, every now and then I'll check make sure what's up to date. Well, these little ones, I had one come in here this morning and say some. which one was it? Somebody I don't know which one it was. Uh, it was Marcus. Said something about a dinosaur. Was it a dinosaur? He called that name just like that. I didn't know what he was talking about. Nene had to tell me what it was. Nene knows. She keeps up with all those dinosaurs and things. So every now and then I'll flip the channels there and watch one. I hadn't run across that one yet. <laughs> I got, from the young folks, I've got all ears listening right now. That's the reason I want them in here. They hear the word of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. But when that yoke is destroyed, yeah. it's done away with forever. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are yoked down with things right. that they need to let God get rid of it. Yeah. You know, you can be in bondage and have been in bondage for so long. Oh, it's getting quiet now. Maybe I ought to give altar call. Huh? <laughs> been in bondage so long till you just think that's a way of life. But I want you to know today that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, can destroy that bondage, that yoke. He can destroy it. And change your life. Glory to God. You know, in the, the book of James, we all know this. Fifth chapter, 14th verse. Now, listen to this real carefully. Is any sick among you? He asked a question. Is any sick among you? I ask you the question this morning. Is there any sick here today? You came to the right place. Because it's the anointing. Huh? Is any sick among you? Let him call up for the preacher. And all I want what he said, wasn't it? 
They call for the... You elders, when's the last time you anointed somebody? Oh, got quiet again. Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him. Here we go, that anointing again. Anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. I want you to know that whenever you begin to you, whenever you begin to pray for somebody and anoint them with oil, you don't have to be a preacher. It, he said elders. My Lord, what are you, what are you going to do if your kids get sick? Huh? What are you going to do if your kids get sick and the doctor's offices is closed and the hospitals is shut down because of corona? There's no way that you're going to get there. There's no way that you're going to be able to get them to see a doctor. Oh, honey, baby, darling, I wish you felt better. That's not going to get it. You ever had anybody, you ever been sick and somebody say, baby, I wish you, I could feel make you feel better. That don't help you a bit, does it? But I'm here to tell you, if you bring out that old anointing oil, Put a little dab of fresh oil upon them and say, In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I anoint you with oil. Yes. Right. Next verse said, In the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Amen. Oh, I like that. Listen to the rest of it, though. And the Lord shall raise him up. Who raised him up? The elders? No. The Lord. The Lord did it. Raise him up. And if he, here's what I like. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. God, that, that sounds bad, me saying this. It come to my mind, I'm going to say it. A lot of us need to walk around with a bottle of anointing oil in their pocket. Huh? <laughs> Amen. Amen. He said it. Wasn't that what he said? If he committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Forgiven him. Oh, my goodness. How great that is. The Bible says all have sinned and come short. That's right. All have sinned and come short. It's, it's, not, it's not you just sin one time and that's it. A lot of religions teach you that you can just go on sin like you want to as long as you join the church. Huh? Once saved, always saved. Nah. Don't work that way. What are you going to do with all them other sins you've sinned? Well, they covered all the blood. Did you ask Jesus to forgive you of those sins? Think about it. Think about it. I want you to know that whenever 
you anoint. He said, didn't have to be the preacher. Oh, we're fixing to do something different here this morning. We're fixing to let the elders do some anointing today. Oh, Brother Ronnie, I've never done that. Well, it's time you did. You know, whenever you got your first bicycle, Brother Ronnie, they had bicycles back then when you was a kid. Yeah, I didn't have one, but my cousin had one. They first, they put training wheels on them. But after a while, they took those training wheels. Y'all know what I'm talking about, training wheels? Or did they just throw them on there nowadays without training wheels? Say, kill yourself, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. I mean, if they'll shut a child up in a car this hot weather and say, I forgot my child was in there. I wonder about this generation. But they put those training wheels on there and after they ride that thing a little while, they'll take them off. And you'll learn how to ride that bicycle and you... Will not forget how to ride that bicycle. I don't care if you live to be 105. You bring me a bicycle and I can ride it today. Even with an artificial knee because I rode one for eight years on the job. I could just hop on that thing and take off. Huh? Y'all would, every one of you would laugh if y'all saw Brother Ronnie riding a bicycle. I see some of you trying to turn your head and do it like Y'all pictured it in your mind, didn't you? I know it looked funny. <laughs> Even sis has rode a bicycle recently. Not very far, she said. But she rode. <laughs> I didn't say how far that I would be riding. <laughs> I haven't rode one since the artificial knee. But God. I'm saying all that to say this, that if we do not anoint your child, your spouse, now y'all listen to me, should know how to anoint you with oil and pray for you. And not be ashamed to do it. Would you stand with me this morning?